I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Shaq Moore, and this is La Liga Lowdown. And I'm David Garrido. Hi, everyone. Yes, we have another special guest on our mini-pod. We'll be hearing from Shaq later, the only American footballer in La Liga. Plus, we've got the rest of the Lowdown squad involved, too. On the way, then... Atletico do a very un-Atletico thing and surrender a lead in the last 10 minutes of a game. Barcelona go 11 points clear, but will Iniesta retire this summer? Here's Diego. The Manchego recently made headlines when he openly said that at the end of April, he will decide whether he will continue with the Catalan club or leave. Now, as to what will make him stay, it's quite simple, David. Minutes. It's Fayas time in Valencia, who win at home, and so do Levante. Our Paco Pollitt was there. Their Paco Lopez has two from two, and the fans finally have a reason to smile. I'm really happy because I'm pretty sure that we're going to avoid relegation. Paco Lopez is the boss. But Deportivo and Las Palmas draw. It's not looking good for either and Alex is all over it. Statistically, they have the worst defence in La Liga, letting in 60 goals. Simply nothing is working at Riazor. We review those Champions League and Europa League quarter-final draws with Ewan. Although Girona's system is slightly different to that of Juventus, there are lots of similarities. Real Madrid proved that they can burst through the middle of such a system like a bulldozer through a Jenga tower. Plus, there is our interview with Shaq Moore, who tells us what it's like to mark Messi. That's all coming up in the next 15 minutes or so. Well, if it wasn't already done, it looks like it is now. Yep, we start with the... Title race. Thanks, Christina. Except not much of a race, is it, when there's 11 points between first and second with nine games to go. But then Atletico Madrid only have themselves to blame as they let a lead slip late on away to Villarreal. Antoine Griezmann was awarded a debatable penalty and sent the keeper the wrong way. But two goals in the last nine minutes from Enesunal turned it around for Javi Galleja's side. And to make matters worse, Vitolo got himself sent off and will miss the next game against Deportivo La Coruña, as will Griezmann after getting his fifth booking. Diego Simeone blamed himself for the defeat afterwards, saying his players made all the effort, but that he couldn't help them with his decisions. Saul said there was no explaining it and that they simply couldn't let it happen again. And let's face it, it is a very atypical outcome for Atletico. It's the first time in 12 and a half years that they've led going into the last 10 minutes of a La Liga game and then conspired to lose it. The last time 
was at Anoeta in September 2005 when Nihat and Darko Kovacevic, yeah, remember them, netted to give Real Sociedad an unlikely victory. The main thing, though, is that that is Atleti's title tilt done and dusted. Earlier on Sunday, Barcelona had coasted to a 2-0 win at home to Athletic Bilbao. It was barely a contest, especially that first half. Paco Alcácer sweeping home after Lionel Messi and Jordi Alba combined yet again. And then Messi scored the second himself. Usman Dembele having found him in space, game decided in 30 minutes. By the way, exactly what is it like to defend against Messi? Levante fullback Shaq Morris had a go. Here he is. I was actually starstruck when I actually played against him, by the way. That was crazy. It was it was crazy. I kind of, in the warm-up, when I saw them one up, that's when I kind of hit me. I was like, wow, I'm going to play against these guys. <laughs> but yeah, that was definitely, definitely kind of starstruck. All the YouTube videos I used to watch just popped in my head when I saw Messi right there. So, Because this guy doesn't let you breathe, you know? It's just, he's just coming at you. Every time he gets the ball, he, like, he wants to like kill you, you know? <laughs> he's like a world-class player for sure. And, and quick, he has everything, you know? It's definitely one of for me, you're the best, the best in the world right now. That interview with Shaq, by the way, will be up on our YouTube channel on Wednesday this week. So subscribe now and that way you won't miss out. YouTube.com forward slash C forward slash La Liga Lowdown is our custom URL. Or just simply put La Liga Lowdown into a search engine and find us that way. So Philippe Coutinho impressed. So did Ivan Rakitic. Dembele looks like he's really settling in now. And it's now that we hear the T word mentioned, triplete or treble. And Esteban Verde says he's not frightened that fans are demanding that Barca win League, Copa and Champions League. And if they're doing that, it's because it's possible, even though that he says it's far away. If you're interested in that particular topic, by the way, check out our 60-second standoff on our YouTube channel, where Diego Lorina and I debate that very point. But right now, let's talk to Diego about something else that's emerged in this last week, that Andres Iniesta is now seriously considering his immediate future. By the end of April, he will tell Barcelona if he'll carry on for another season or retire. So, Iniesta may call it a day. What do you think, Diego? Um, well, David, you know what? It is less a fear of Iniesta retiring and more a fear of him opting to move to another club in China, to be specific. It is actually for that reason that the 85,000 pules that Pac de Camno welcomed the Don with the usual tune of Iniesta, Iniesta, and uh, followed that chant by an Iniesta Quédate song, which of course means Iniesta, please stay. For good reason. As you mentioned yourself, the Manchego recently made headlines when he openly said that at the end of April, he will decide whether he will continue with the Catalan club or leave. Now, as to what will make him stay, it's quite simple, David. Minutes. If the Don continues to feel important for Valverde, he will stay. Otherwise, like he has said in the past, hay que saber salir. In other words, one has to know when it's time to leave. Cheers for that, Diego. We will see what El Don decides in the next six weeks or so. Now, Iniesta is one of the only opposition players who gets genuinely applauded at the Estadio Santiago Bernabeu, although there's only one darling of the Madridistas right now, and that is, of course, Cristiano Ronaldo. A 50th career hat-trick in Real Madrid's 6-3 victory over Girona makes it 17 goals in his last eight games. That's more than two goals a game. It's some return, especially after his poor start to the season. It was an utterly mad game, as the scoreline would suggest, with the damage done just after half-time, when Madrid scored three times times in the space of 17 minutes. Ronaldo was relentless, but credit to Girona who did go for it and all their goals were headers. 
two from Christian Suani, who now has 17 goals to his name in La Liga. He's ahead of Iago Aspas, level with Griezmann, and with only Messi, Ronaldo and Luis Suarez ahead of him in the race for the Bichichi. Amazing. Valencia also won 3-1 at home to Alaves. Dani Parejo celebrating his call-up to Spain's squad for the friendlies against Germany and Argentina by playing a pivotal part in Rodrigo's opener. Great team goal. And Zaza's second goal before Victor Laguardia put through his own net for the third. Nice start to Fayas for Marcelino's side. That crazy cultural event that goes on in the city for 10 days or so. Have you got no idea what Fayas is? Well, here is more from Shaq Moore from our chat. I'm not sure what, I mean, I know what it is, but the culture and stuff, I'm not really sure, but it's like basically fires are just like, they spend the whole year, Spanish, well, Valencia people in general, they spend the whole year making these statues, these monuments, all the year making them, and the last day they burn them. That time there's like a lot of like partying and stuff going on too though. There's like a lot of like little, like little pubs, like with the tents. But no, it's, it's a culture, you know, so I don't really have a problem. I think it's actually like a good time of the year. It's something different. You know, a lot of people from all over the world comes to, you know, watch it. So I think it's, I think it's pretty cool. And this year I'm actually looking forward to it because my brother actually wanted to come and see them. Yeah, I tell you what, if you've never experienced Fayas, it is a fantastic excuse to go to Valencia at this time of year. It is a lot of fun. Also, Marcelino says he takes it as a given that Valencia will exercise their right to buy Jeffrey Gondoglia for 25 million euros in the summer. The Inter Milan loanee has been a revelation at Mistaya this season. And again, it's no surprise that one of Los Ches' most commanding performances came with him and Parejo in the centre of midfield and Gonzalo Guedes and Carlos Soler on the flanks. Back to their best this weekend. Now, Villarreal's win over Atletico coupled with Sevilla's defeat at Leganes means that Villarreal and Sevilla switch places in the table. They're fifth and sixth respectively. Vincenzo Montella's side suffered a totally unsurprising hangover from their stunning win at Manchester United last Tuesday and Montella himself said that you could tell they were tired. Unai Bustinza got the opener for the home side. Javier Asso the decisive goal before Miguel Ayun's consolation just before full time. And what's worse is that Pablo Sarabia will now miss Sevilla's game at home to Barcelona next time out. Relegation battle. Well, the first two games of match day 29 were crucial as far as the scrap to avoid the drop was concerned. First up, a Friday night encounter at the Estadio Ciudad de Valencia, where Levante welcomed Eibar and 1-2-1 to make it back-to-back victories for new coach Paco Lopez. La Liga Lowdown's Paco Pollitt was there. Yeah, David, this was a huge win for Levante in their desperate race to avoid relegation. Such an important game for the fans who gathered at the Estadio Ciudad de Valencia with the city on fire thanks to the Fires holidays, as you can listen right now. Now, Roger Martí scored the first very early on, but Charles equalized on the hour mark to give the visitors hope of a point. However, it wasn't level for long. An incredible mistake by Arvilla made things easy for Boateng, who made it 2-1 just a minute later. It's a second win in a row for new boss Paco López, who has managed to turn things around very, very quickly and is now eyeing the possibility of saving Levante in double quick time. Cheers, Paco. So, wins are like buses for Levante. None for 15 La Liga games and then two come along at once, which means the fans are suddenly feeling a whole lot more positive. I'm really happy because I'm pretty sure that we're going to avoid relegation. Paco López is the boss. And I'm pretty sure that uh, winning the home games uh, will be um, enough. I am really happy that uh, Levante won to Eibar. And I think really that uh, Levante 
is going to avoid relegation. Well, Paco Lopez said that he wants his team to be bold and courageous more than anything, and that his players are mentally prepared to achieve their goal, which is La Liga survival. But he also said the Levante need 38 points to be sure of staying up. That seems a bit high to us. It means that Deportivo La Coruña or Las Palmas would need to get two points per game in all of their remaining matches to make a fist of it and catch Levante. But based on what we saw at Riazor on Saturday lunchtime, they won't get anywhere near. It was second bottom at home to third bottom and it finished 1-1, a result that helps neither side really. Alan Halilovic scored first for Las Palmas, then Raul Alventosa equalised for Depor and both teams stay in the drop zone. Alex Johnson is our lady in the north of Spain and our latest signing here at La Liga Lowdown. You can check out her intro video on our YouTube channel. Alex, let's start off with Deportivo. They still cannot win under Clarence Sadov. So what do you put that down to? It's not just that they haven't won either. They've only actually scored two goals on the set of in seven matches. Statistically, they have the worst defense in La Liga, letting in 60 goals. Simply nothing is working at Riazor, and mentally, they look doomed already. You could tell by their body language at the end of Saturday's game, having missed late chances to win it. In his post-match news conference, Sedorf was honest about the problem, saying, on a football level, we didn't play a good match. There was a lot of technical mistakes. He also addressed the fact that his players were caught cold at the beginning of the match, saying that the human aspect sometimes is hard to control with all tension and pressure. And what about Las Palmas? How do you assess the reign of Paco Gemes after 12 La Liga games in charge? It's a Paco Gemes team, isn't it? You never really know what they're going to do next. A few weeks ago, it felt like they made progress. They had that draw against Barcelona. But now they're going backwards again. It's seven matches without the win, and defending is clearly not a priority. In fact, it's pretty much non-existent. And they've only scored four goals in that time. Proof that their style may be fun to watch, but it's also ineffective. Jonathan Caleri has seven to his name, but then no other Las Palmas player has scored more than twice in La Liga. Juemes did try to take some positives from the Deport match, saying they made fewer mistakes than against Villarreal. But to be honest here, they need a lot more than that if they're going to have any chance of staying up. Thank you, Alex. European contenders. Right, back into the top half of the table and we've got a really good battle building to see who will finish in the Europa League places. Villarreal are on 47 points, Sevilla 45, Girona 43 and now Real Betis also 43. That's after Betis beat Espanyol 3-0 in a game where it chucked it down. The sprinklers came on and the lights went out. Typically bonkers at the Benito Villamarín. Interesting that two of the wing-backs scored for Betis, both talented young players in Junior and Francis, and it means that Betis have had 17 different goal scorers in La Liga this season, the highest number in Spain's top division. And an interesting subplot to this match was Paul López, keeper for Espanyol, but linked with a move to Seville this summer. He had a bit of an off day, to be honest, but inadvertently helped his potentially future employers towards European football for next season. Well, then comes a trio of teams on 39 points, headed by ninth place Getafe, who got only their second away league win of the campaign at Real Sociedad. Gené and Ángel Rodríguez scoring after William José had given the home side the lead. La Real supporters must be sick and tired of watching their team go ahead in games. They've surrendered 24 points from winning positions. It's happened four times this calendar year, three of those at home as well. Celta Viga are 10th after a fairly dull 0-0 draw at home to Malaga, with Juan Carlos Unzué saying his players 
didn't have fluency or confidence. And in fact, two wins in eight in La Liga would suggest that that's been the case since the start of February. Jose Gonzalez said that he was very proud of his Malaga players to get a point from their trip to Galicia. Still no win in 14, and they're all of 13 points from safety. So Malaga could be relegated as soon as mid-April. Now, before match day 29 got underway, we had the draws for the Champions League and Europa League quarterfinals. As for the La Liga sides involved, will Barcelona start at home to Roma? Sevilla kick off their last eight tie with Bayern Munich at the Sanchez Pizjuan, and Real Madrid will go to Juventus first in their European Cup quarterfinal. Meanwhile, in Europe's second tier competition, Atletico face Sporting Lisbon with the first leg at the Wanda Metropolitano. Well, Ewan McTair is across all of this for La Liga lowdown. Uh, Ewan, given how the teams involved have played this weekend just gone, how well equipped do you think they are? to get through their respective times. Well, let's start with Barcelona versus Roma. Now, once Los Coolies had wiped the snails from their faces after drawing one of the weakest teams left in the Champions League, they took on Athletic Club and it was business as usual. A 2-0 win. They've been so solid defensively recently that I'm confident about the chances of denying Roma an away goal in that first leg. Moving on to Real Madrid, it was excellent timing that they could test themselves against a back three this weekend. Although Girona's system is slightly different to that of Juventus, there are lots of similarities and Real Madrid proved that they can burst through the middle of such a system like a bulldozer through a Jenga tower. As for the three headers they conceded, I'm not too worried about that because Juve have only scored one header in Europe all season. Now Sevilla. Well, they overcame Manchester United but were helped by Jose Mourinho's bizarre reluctance to attack them because when you attack them they are vulnerable. Leganes became the eighth team to score four or more against them over the course of the season and I think Bayern will soon be the ninth. Finally, Europa League favourites Atletico Madrid lost 2-1 to Villarreal I wouldn't read too much into that because Villarreal are Letty's bogey team. Against Sporting, they'll be just fine. Cheers for that, Ewan. Time for your three-word verdicts now on the weekend. Ryan Plant has gone for catching my breath. Uh, presumably after Madrid 6 due on a three, I would imagine, Ryan. This is Nicky Parsons, Golfest in Bernabeu. Yep, spot on. Here is another from Matthew Clark. Girona are fun uh, after they went for it last night. And also on the first timers, Stewani head Master. Like that one. He is definitely an aerial threat. That's from Paul Odegaard. Uh, Girona UK themselves have gone Stewani likes headers. Uh, yes, he does. Uh, Yashwad and Bahure gave us various options, one of which was Atletico bottling again. Ouch. Uh, don't forget to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel over the next couple of days. We've got our next 60-second standoff on Tuesday with Paco and myself involved, and it's to do with Atletico Madrid. Plus, here in full... From Levante fullback Shaq Moore, the only American footballer in La Liga, that's on Wednesday. Then on Thursday, it's our emoji challenge on Twitter. So find us, follow us, and chat to us on our Twitter feed. We are at La Liga Lowdown. And if you like this mini pod, be amazing. Give us a five star rating and subscribe to us here as well. That's it for this week. That's your La Liga Lowdown. See you next time. Even on a budget, Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry shampoo, Chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.